When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Kind of Funny's Pixar in Review. That's right. We are ranking and reviewing every Pixar movie. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by It's Christmas in August, baby. Joey Noel. You don't like that it's August. <laughs> How did it get to be August? How are we here? Isn't it still 2020? Who every knows? Day is exactly the only thing I like about it being a new month is then you get a new intro. And that brings oh, me great okay. joy. So I'll, I'll take I'll take my wins when I can get them. And of <laughs> course, we have the big dog, Kevin Coelho. This movie is beautiful looking. Beautiful looking. Gorgeous. And we also have the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. I'm speed. I'm fast. I'm also slow. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking laugh got me. And of course, Andy Perfect. is still on vacation out in Texas, so he will I'm not Andy. be joining us for this episode, but he will return shortly. I promise you. Uh, this is kind of funny. He's in review where each and every week we get together to rank and review and recap different movie franchises. We do it twice a week. You can get it on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com. If you want to get it as a podcast, just search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny in review and we'll be right there for you. If you want to get the show ad free though, if you want to watch live as we record new episodes, like the new one we're going to do later this week for James Gunn's The Suicide Squad for uh, DCEU in review, you're going to want to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like our Patreon producers, Tom Buck, the return to the Bach and my Cole G have done. Thank you both so very, very much because you went to Patreon. Oh, wait, we have new ones that I forgot to send you today, Tim. Even newer new ones? We have Steve Powers and Julian the Gluten-Free Gamer. Whoa, where did they come from? I must have updated I didn't this put, a little Oh, early. I did not put them on the list. I just pulled them up right now. <laughs> wow, wow. Very cool, very cool. And because they went to patreon.com slash kind of funny, they're not going to hear the ads that you will later for MeUndies, Faherty, oh, and Upstart. Ads. But that's cool. Because today we are talking about Cars 3 with a runtime of one hour, 42 minutes. It was released on June 16th, 2017, uh, which means it's the first Pixar film to be released on 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray and the only film of 2017 to be rated G. Fun fact. Really? Really? Yeah. That's weird. Wait, it is wait weird. what? Yeah. Because G and PG, different. Yeah. But it's the only PG it's the only PG film they can show one one butt shot in PG, right? The is only the film is? like, uh, like I feel like you need more words. The only Disney film, only Pixar? no, just film. In the general, only apparently. film of 2017. But most films are PG G. when they're kids. Films G is like mm-hmm. I, I I didn't even know they rated stuff G anymore. But so there was no in all of the movies there was the no film? other G. No that can't G. be true, right? There was, the yeah. only exceptions, and, and even here, there's not like a confirmed one, but like documentaries wouldn't count. But those are rated differently. But yeah, are the they? only film. That's an interesting con- That's really cool. To be rated G. Cars 3. That can't be right. Wow. Was like, I, can I do it, Tim? Wow. Go for it. Wow. Thank you. Thank there you. 
Yes, yes. God, I loved it when they, he pulled up to the the big statue with wow. the number. Yeah. <laughs> it was so earned, so good. I love it. This was directed by Brian Fee. Number one and two of Cars were both directed by John Lasseter, but he decided to do Toy Story four uh, instead of doing this. Mm-hmm. But then eventually he'd get taken off of Toy Story four, and Josh Cooley would step in. Uh, Brian Fee, the director of Cars three, is an American storyboard artist, animator, prop designer, producer, film director, and occasional voice actor who works for Pixar. Fee made his directorial debut at Pixar with the film Cars three. Uh, Fee has said that the film's animation, to Kevin's point, is, quote, art-directed realism and stated that it causes the film's characters and sets to feel more real and alive than ever before. While Bill Cohn, the film's production designer, said that the term Pixar uses is believability, which is the basis for everything that we do, which is really cool. I like that. And you can totally understand, like, when you look at all their movies, like, okay, that's the Pixar magic is the believability factor. Uh, You merge the story with the art. I feel like this is the most like insane realistic one movie that we will ever get for for the Pixar movies or that we've gotten so far. It's crazy. Interesting. Everything the shine on everything is no, what really so, like everything's glossy. Like, dude, and it's just, when they go cross so reflective. Country, yeah. It, the, it, it's almost that that issue we were talking about uh with the last film where we were like the the environments are almost too real. Like it looks it so But this one works cuz the cars also like it's not too far off. Most of the car looks like fairly real. It's Spot just on, the yeah. eyes and mouth, you know. I but think like, they strike a much better balance in this one, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, I mean, those definitely. environments are stunning. Stunning. Yeah. Except I was like, the only downside, I was like, what is this song that we're listening to? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's no yeah. life is a highway. It's, I'm just gonna it's put no it life is a highway. That is, true. That is true. true. And speaking of the music, the music in this was done by the one and only, guess who, Nick? Thomas Newman. Randy Newman. Thomas's cousin. Thomas's cousin, it's, Randy. Too many Newmans. <laughs> but yeah, so Randy Newman also did Toy Story 1 through 4. As we know, A Bug's Life, Monsters 1 and 2, Cars 1 and 3. Cars 2 was done by who, Nick? Thomas Newman. Michael Giacchino. Damn it. Michael Giacchino. <laughs> There's always the like, you know, it's you're rolling always the dice. one of the There's, three of them. It's a three-way dance, you know? <laughs> I want to say, now, I want to say Michael Giacchino, but it's... I don't want to say it's like favoritism, you know, like I always want to mm. guess him because he did Star Trek, but you know, did, what are you going to oh, do? God, goat, man. Uh, a budget of $175 million and a box office of $384 million. Uh, some fun stats for Andy specifically. This film features more than 65 different individual racers, more than the previous films combined. Cars 1 had 36 and Cars 2 only had 11. Uh, and the Bechtel test is a measure of the representation of women in fiction, asking whether a work features at least two women who talk to each other about something other than a man. This film passes barely, <laughs> just barely. Cruz engages in a response with Luis Barnstormer Nash, the retired Piston Cup racer. When the latter says mm-hmm. how she, as a female, was not given a number to race, Cruz asked what she did, and Luis's response was that she stole the number. That's it. Kind of surprising. I would have thought this movie would have more, but no. It passes by the skin of its teeth. Before we go too far. By the skin of its teeth. Is that the saying? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I've never thought of it. Weird when you think That's about the weird logic of it. fucking saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't like it. Don't like it at all. Joey, what would you think of this movie? Um, I liked it better than the second one, but I didn't. It In terms of like the sequel movies we've gotten with uh, like Finding Dory and Monsters University, I think. I liked those better. 
Um, it is. I think I was also partially distracted by how pretty this movie is, where I was just like, there's always something else to look at, which like, I don't necessarily feel about any of the other ones. Um, but, uh, I missed a lot of like the side characters that we had in one and two. Um, we got some new fun ones, but I feel like we, I missed a lot of like the core group from especially the first one. I didn't ever thought I'd want more Mater after cards too, but here I am okay. wishing we had like a little bit more. Um, Overall, I think I I think it's fine. It's not one of my favorites, but I do think that they brought it back after Cars 2, which I don't know if the bar for that was set super, super high or not. <laughs> Nick? Uh, I, yeah, I'm kind of with Joe. Like, I, I enjoyed it. I, I don't think it was a slog to get through much. Like, I think uh, Cars 2 was sort of like... Cars 2 almost felt like they were trying to insult you. This one, I was like, this is a cool continuation of the story. And um, I was I was enjoying it up until the point where I started to realize I was like, wait a minute, is he going to is this movie about him passing the baton to Cruz? And I wrote that in the in the synopsis. I was like, that'd be really cool if somehow that was what this was about. If it was actually about him realizing that his time as being a racer is over and his time being a mentor and like a pit crew boss is that's what he needs to do now. He's going to usher in this new generation. I was like, ah, there's no way they're going to do that. Then I was like, wait a minute, this is Pixar. Maybe they will do that. And by the end of it, I was like, holy shit, this is Creed. I like this movie. Um, I, I I wish it actually hit. I wish a lot of the the payoff was there, which it's unfortunately not. But I like the I like the sort of top level version of what this movie stands for. Um, so in that in that in that regard, I didn't think it was a waste of time at all. Simon Koala. Um, I, I think this is very much an okay pixar film i think that like gra like graphically it's like stunning it it's very very good obviously it's a huge improvement to two but this i put on the like category of like pixar movies that like kind of have a bad message like you know like it, it being about this guy being forced into retirement uh it's just kind of a bummer because it's like they never explain like the car's He's not, like, getting weaker. They call him old man. They talk about his joints being old. He's slow. But, like, he's he's not slow. The other fast, the cars have gotten, have figured out how to move faster. Had he been trained correctly in the beginning of the film, instead of, like, focusing on him being a uh, geriatric car, like, how to, like, hey, you need to focus more on drafting and stuff like that. He might have been able to hit higher speeds. Yeah, but, but they hit that. It, they do do that, though, right? There was a moment where he for does like a day it out. and a half, a day. And well, a no, half. he does it, and he's super excited, but he still realizes yeah. that he's just too old and he's too slow. I mean, I I like that only because if you follow fighting, there's always that tipping point. There's always that moment where the fighter that you love has that one fight, and you go, "Uh oh, they're not quite there anymore." Sure. And then it starts I, the ticking talk of like, "There's no getting it back. There's there just isn't a but way I just, to get to regain your youth." Well, I there feel is, like, but it's illegal. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like this. This the the problem is, I think that they did a bad job showing him slowing down because like I don't know that he slowed down as much as the new cars can go faster, or I mean it seems like they're smarter about the physics of racing, and that's their advantage. Well, this is where it's so weird I, to have cars be humans, right? Where it's hundred like, percent. They're like, is are they just better made cars, or are they like, or is he just like as the cars age, he's just slower. Like, it, I, I mean, I, so like that is a little confusing, yeah. right? Because like, are these just like fucking electric cars that have an engine also that are just way more powerful, and he'll never be able to do that, or is it? Yeah, I don't, I don't think they were. Yeah, but 
I, I just think that, like it did a bad job nailing that part of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Cars 1 and to some extent Cars 2 did such a good job with the world building. So it, it would have been, I think, better if they had focused on him being like, I can't, my numbers are lowering. But it seemed like everyone else's numbers were going up. Uh, and like, like that's if he had why pitched, more if he I, used to pitch like or he used to be able to go 210. Right. Now he, can, he can only go. Yeah, he can go 196 yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, and so I kind of feel like the training that he did at the end was really good and he needed more of that training. Yeah. But he had a bad trainer to begin with because they focused on the wrong things like he it, it, like she needed to build him up a little bit faster on going on the track. Instead, she kind of put a huge emphasis on the fact of like, you need to be retiring. I am not saying that like she Ramirez planned this whole thing, but if you watch the film with that, you know, in there, maybe Ramirez is trying to steal his job. Possible. Yeah. I, I couldn't disagree with Kevin more. I think I'm higher on this than any of you guys are, but I think they did such a great job. It's such a smart call, not just doing the same story we've yeah. seen a million times of, Oh, you're too old. So you've grown out of this. Now you need to teach the young person. Like they did a really good job of flipping the story where like Nick was saying, it's like, there is a moment in the film where it's like, Oh shit, it's going to be about her kind of being the, the star. And we're going to see uh kind of reverse of what we not reverse, but, uh, 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 again, a loop of what we saw in the first movie of Doc kind of being there for Lightning and Lightning's now going to be there for her. Mm-hmm. But I thought they did a really good job throughout the entire movie of having both characters, Ramirez and Lightning, have uh, really, really, really strong A-plots that are arguably the A-plot of the movie depending on the perspective you're looking at, but I think it works equally on both sides, which that to me is the strength of this movie is that uh, it isn't about him retiring and he doesn't retire at the end. Like I think to the, the point of what Kevin's saying, he's still racing and he's still racing with them and he's going to train and he's going to potentially get back there. But I like that they didn't show him getting uh, slowing down or anything like that. It's like, no, he still is at the top of his game. Just the top of his game is a different game than they're playing nowadays. And I think that that is way more apt and realistic to, to where we're at uh, in the given times, especially when you start looking at what this movie treats as the advancements they have, which is technology focused. And for them being the humans and the cars in, in one, I think that that goes a long way uh, to really kind of push the narrative of these characters' developments. But on top of that, like I think that the real point of the movie was more dealing with Ramirez's uh like the way that she's treated in this and the way that you know she is seen as just a trainer because she's a woman like that's very Mm -hmm. overt but i think that they did a good job making that as subtle but as obvious as it had to be uh when you relate it to a lot of the other characters and when it all comes together at the end i like that they're side by side i like that they're both still racing together and i like that lightning's kind of okay not being the number one guy in the group shout Mm -hmm. out to Jax taylor but um (laughs) yeah that's what i got yeah, I I agree with you for sure. I think it's a stronger story than it would have been if he would have just been old. <laughs> um, well, because so you're going like to get into the Rocky problems, right? You're going to get into Rocky yeah. 1 and then Rocky 2, you're like, oh, that's cool. And then Rocky 3, you're like, okay, he's still uh, he's still just punching harder. And then Rocky 4, <laughs> you're like, oh, he's punching real hard now. And then Rocky 5, you're like, well, fucking he is still, you know, at a certain point, you need Creed. You need, you, you want to see, it's, it's just more interesting to see that story of the person being like, when, how do I close this chapter and move into the next chapter of my life? And I thought it was incredibly poignant when, when there was that, that moment where he's like, well, no, Doc was really unhappy until you came along. And then he found, he actually found like the true meaning of racing, which was to like, you know, mentor, bring someone else up and like help them win as well, which was, I, I thought that was pretty cool. 
And I thought the the car crash was was so fucking poignant. And like the the, the way that he pushed himself, you know, like he pushed himself too hard. And it's not because he was too slow or like slowing down. It's because he was trying to go as fast as they they were and he couldn't do it. They couldn't handle it. And I, I love the way that they had that where it's like there was like a genuine like, oh, no, this sucks. And what I think Cars 3 does really well is I, I think of it way more like we've talked about Pixar sequels. And last week uh, I was praising how Finding Dory, I feel like has found this cool niche that Monsters University did as well, that it's like sequels don't necessarily need to reinvent the wheel or be deeper than they have to be. Just like, they can just be good movies with characters we like. I think Cars 3 is more than that. I think it's more like a Toy Story sequel that it really found a a new level of heart that the franchise hasn't even hit yet. And it reminds me more of the Toy Story 3 type movie than it does a Monsters University or a Finding Dory. It's because the heart's there, the character's there, and where the movie leaves us, I'm like, I am happy we had this, and I think that it's a perfect end to the Cars franchise until they come back with Cars 4 eventually, just like they did Toy Story 4. But I I love the way that this ends, and I feel like this works really well as a Pixar movie in the ways that I always talk about with that magic, with that deeper meaning, with like a really strong story and character development that is like, damn, there's something special in the water over in Emeryville. But I, I do agree at the end of the day that like, it is still kind of stuck and the the it being a sequel to to other things especially now two movies i feel like that's where the movie's at its weakest because dealing with the supporting cast it's really weird that sally's in it for like two minutes totally yeah um yeah. and for, in total for the whole movie uh and it, it just kind of they make some some interesting choices uh with the the supporting cast and like it almost feels retconny in a way that i i just don't appreciate that it doesn't necessarily feel like this being the third movie is enhancing the experience of this standalone installment the way that Toy Stories do, that you see the the cast and you're like, oh, this is where they're at now. This very much is like, here's where Lightning McQueen is at now. And Doc, yeah, everyone else doesn't really matter. And like, that isn't as fun. Yeah, yeah I they- think if we would have gotten a stronger Cars 2, that this would feel like a much better movie, but because they're trying to like fix things and like kind of readjust, I f- <clears throat> it doesn't feel as smooth as the Toy Story I don't know. What do you call a series of four movies? It's not quadrilogy. a trilogy. It's a quadrilogy. Quadrilogy. Um, but even just the original trilogy, like, I think that, yeah, there is just like a, it's not a clean story or like evolution over the three movies. But, you know, what I like about this is this feels like a Pixar movie, whereas Pixar 2 or Cars 2 did not feel like a Pixar movie. That felt mm-hmm. like some something that a different studio would have put out because it was fun and zany and definitely for kids. This is a pretty adult movie for 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 kids to wrap their heads around right like to kevin's point uh i mean i I guess it's kind of not kevin's point but like i i don't this is not what i would think kids fair would be i think it's kind of a complex thing to to um to deal with but kudos to them for doing it and that's i think why i like pixar because i think if i were a kid watching this film i'd be like i'm actually getting something out i don't know if i understand this completely but well if what you're saying is one day i'm going to be 41 years old and all the young people you work with are going to make fun of you a lot but keep a stiff upper lip then I guess I understand that. Keep racing, man. Just keep racing. <laughs> Let's get to the plot. No, nah, I think the whole point is is you got to learn when to stop. You know what I mean, Nick? It just just no, takes minutes. I think the point is I get to sit on the podium and scream in all your ears and be like, "Go, oh, remember you're a fluffy cloud, Kevin. <laughs> you're a fluffy <laughs> cloud. <laughs> Please tell us the story. Good night. And please tell us the story. I love you, Seattle. Cars three. Life's a beach, and then you drive. Tim, you got strap me. Your, 
<laughs> that's right they made three of these movies okay focus i am speed i eat losers for breakfast lightning prepares for his next race and he remembers the time he spent with dot cuts and he can't help but laugh and smile a little bit and then big old john rats uh, to, uh asks him if he's ready and he looks up at a picture of doc hudson and says this one's for you doc cal and lightning uh i like this this whole vibe where it's like all of his competitors but they're all like homies and like he's messing with cal although cal gets screwed over a little bit here uh, cause then like tax and Donica are kind of dicks to him. Like, how are you? I would just go to a different team and, or maybe the lower league where you can just fucking dominate for the rest of your life. Uh, they mess with each other as lightning continues to dominate the racetrack. Uh, they have, they blow up his tires and all that stuff. And it's interesting because a lot of the stuff is then mirrored later in the, uh, pictures we see of Cruz starting rising to her fame and, and to her level of, uh, you know, winning races. And everyone's kind of like doing the same shenanigans over there and just kind of signaling like, hey, maybe the new class is similar to the old class there. You know, they might have been might have had a sharper edge on it when, when they were taking out the old man. But now that everyone's on equal playing field, they're pretty cool. Uh, Storm. Until Jackson Storm screams by lightning and Cal. Storm is kind of a dick to lightning and makes a bunch of jokes about lightning's age and then goes uh, to his Hue Light cool imbued truck to listen to his dubstep. And you can tell it hurts deep down, even though he smiles through it and continues to narrate this podcast. Um, this, this moment here, Nick, Gia literally said, that's cool. And I had to stop and pause and look at her and be like, I fucking changed you. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Holy <That's> hell. Right. <laughs> you really did. Uh, Chick is back as well. And I guess at this point, this is where Michael Keaton's career really started taking off because they did not get him back for this role. Uh, Natalie Certain is there and she is a statistical an uh, analyst, analyst. And she tells the audience that Jackson is part of the next gen of high tech racers. He achieves the speed by crunching the numbers. And this season is about to get even more interesting. Six more next-gen rookies join the race, and Storm uh, just keeps on winning. Uh, he's too high-tech. Even He even has one of those racing seats that Kevin has in his closet. Uh, Storm wins a billion races in a row, and McQueen is overwhelmed by the reporters when they tell him Cal Weathers is retiring. He says, I asked my uncle when I'd know it was time. And he's like, Cal, you're going to retire? And Cal said, yeah, I asked my uncle when I'd know when it was time to stop. You know what he said? The youngsters will tell you. Uh, to which I reply, Put on some earplugs, buddy, and just keep on keeping on. They can't, they can't stop Life you. Life is a highway, Nick. If they can't catch up to you, they can't <laughs> stop you. Uh, and with that, Cal goes off to car heaven. Uh, Bobby and Rick also get shit canned, and soon Lightning finds himself outnumbered by the next-gen cars. He musters up all his resolve and takes off for their first lap in the final race of the season. And this part's a little long. Uh, I could have shaved a little bit off this time, I think. But McQueen pits fast, uh, but Jackson Storm easily takes back the lead, and, and he fades to fourth. He pushes it to the limit, and his back tires give, sending him tumbling off the track into a pile of twisted metal. Which, Four as months. this is happening, you're like, wow, that's he violent. Dead. He's dead. And then you have a moment where you're like, that's his body. Yeah, like, that is dead. his life that is flipping. He's not in this car. He is no. the car. He's, that's him. Yeah. He's dead. Uh, four months later, the next season is starting, and no one has heard from Lightning. Are his racing days over is the big question on everyone's lips. Uh, he sits in Doc's old garage with a new pr uh, primered paint body. It's not quite ready yet. And he watches old race footage of, hot, of the Hudson Hornet drift, uh, drifting to first, but he loses control and crashes. The animation here is freaking awesome. I, I love seeing all the animation through that like old tiny like uh, filter of uh, you know the, the film and all the green and stuff like that. It looks really cool. Also, just the way they animate the cars here is really, it's just so fascinating how they can meld those two together and still have it work. Uh, he remembers Doc's reasoning for never going back from the first film. He said, when I finally got put together, I went back expecting a big welcome. And you know what they said? Your history. 
there was a lot left in me. I never got a chance to show it. Uh, of course, that he he also goes on to mention a little bit about. I have something to uh, say. There was a new generation of people, and they just totally forgot about him. Joey from Kind of Funny. Um, I think another thing that I that kind of throws me off about this movie is that we find out that Doc dies in the second movie. <laughs> uh, at the very beginning, right? Mm -hmm. But then we go like almost that entire movie with nothing about it. And then we get all of this, like him working through everything. And that's, I think, part of what makes it feel weird and disjointed too. Cause it's like, it feels like we're retreading something that's, we already have known that's happened, but we've never actually processed like in this cinematic world. Well, and yeah. so, I don't know. There's something about that that like felt weird to me. Well, it's because uh, that it was, second movie was just lame. <laughs> it didn't yeah, even happen. Yeah. Like this should but be I, the second movie, the series, so and or the third. Did movie he die the in movie. the second movie because the actor died? Is that was that the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, he dies before the second movie, right? Because I mean, the, yeah, the, the, the second in movie starts. Wasn't in the second. This yeah. Yeah. Was dead. Yeah. Right. He passed away. The uh, second film is not completely retconned, though. The film has several references to the events of Cars 2. They include Doc Hudson's death, his medical office being converted into a museum, Lightning McQueen's newly installed headlights, an appearance by Jeff Gorvet at the final race of the movie. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff Gorvet. Uh, and a picture of Miles Axelrod in Sterling's office and a television screen showing John and Nancy, the two cars in Paris, kissing. Kevin? Uh, I just wanted to say very briefly, um, the scene where we're watching the Doc Hudson accident, I wasn't able to talk at that moment, but like, holy shit, that looked like that was even more live action than anything else in the movie, right? Because like there are certain moments where it looks like I, the CG is just insane. It looks so good. It was yeah. cool to rewatch that. And yeah, anytime these cars are in accidents, like that's insane how brutal it looks. But then... Later, people get spoilers at it, like it's not a big deal, but that would be similar, like, that That seems, like, weird, right? What do you mean? Yeah, like, mean? Uh, Ramirez, later, they add a spoiler to the back of her hood. Yeah, but it's Oh, like you mean, like, job. in terms of adding things to yeah. the cars? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's traumatic, it's like, like a surgery? Yeah, right? right. Like, they wear hats. Just no like, yeah. You get a little hat. You put a little hat on. Take a hat but on. But like them switching out the tires and stuff doesn't feel. I guess they're removable. Shoes. Yeah, those yeah. are shoes. Yeah, like yeah. the spoiler is. Not only is it like aesthetically a thing, it also will like, like it'll decrease your no increase your drag in a beneficial way to make you so you have more traction, which will make you faster if uh, you're not. It's not too much. Yeah, so Cars. it's you know it's an, a performance enhancing surgery. That's true. There's a lot of a lot of holes in this in this There's whole a lot universe of things going on. But we yeah. we're, we're gonna slide. We're gonna drift on past that as we continue <laughs> with the plot. Lighting knows he can't do the same old thing. Sally interrupts him and tells him it's time to try something new. Stop being afraid of failure. You have the chance. Doc didn't time to start training. And he goes, I decide when I'm done. Lightning, of course, addresses everyone and tells them he's going to keep racing. If I'm going to be faster than the storm, I need to train like him. His sponsors made him a brand new Rusty's Racing Center in Florida. And Ramon gives him a new paint job. Uh, off we, I love anytime he gets a new paint job, too, because it's like oh, cool. cool. Like, oh, it's cool. And stuff. Uh, off we go with a song I've never heard and never care to hear again. They travel yeah. across the country, and it's stunning. 
and they arrive at the Rusty Center to a flurry of paparazzi. Uh, at the center of uh, the center is number 95, Lightning's number. The whole thing has been built around him. Lightning asks uh, his old sponsors how they did it all. It turns out he's like, we sold it so that you we could give you everything you needed. It's a very sweet moment for two characters that I've never thought of before and will never feel think about again. Uh, well, because the two, the two brothers from uh, Car Talk? Like, I, I was so happy to hear their voices again. Oh, is that who they were? Is that who they are? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I and then I think one perfect. of them died not too long after this. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 They mean nothing to me. Oh, Jesus. They that's are. not true. <laughs> that's not true. You're so full of shit. I'm going to go free film my wife. While we're here, a couple a couple facts. Um, uh, talking about Joey with the, the death of Doc and how that was dealt with the two. I hadn't seen two. I saw Cars 1. Then I saw Cars 3. And it worked so much better. Where yeah. it's just like, you know, the Cars 3, it's like, okay, he died in between these movies, and that yeah, makes, makes so much sense. more sense. So I was like, ah, watch it that way. Guys, don't watch Cars 2. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but some cool facts about Doc, though, and one of the in some of the flashback scenes that we see of Doc, of which there's a whole bunch of them, uh, obviously Paul Newman died, so they couldn't get new lines from him. So some of it's lines from the first movie, but some of it is actually lines, uh, including the line, you might want to take notes on this one, is dialogue used from the video game adaptation of Cars, in which Paul Newman did the voice. So... That's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of like Harry Witta talking about using uh, unused New Hope footage footage for Rogue One, which is really cool. Um, And then talking about the drive that Mac does through the the whole countryside and stuff. Uh, Mac drives through Arlo's family farm from The Good Dinosaur. So that's one of the fun little reference there. And uh, other Pixar things just to get out of the way here. On Sterling's door next to his office, A113 is printed on the glass. Um, not only did it appear in the office door, it also appears on Shannon Spoke's right side and Mater's license plate. And uh, the Pizza Planet truck appears during the demolition race, which is kind of fun. Like It's actually in the demolition race. Yeah, you see a little rocket get knocked out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what they pick up. The kids pick it up, right? Yeah. That's and then uh, when when Cruz Ramirez is training the new millennial cars on the treadmills, she plays music for one car to remind him of home and shows him a scene on the television. The scene is from Coco. And the car comes from St. Cecilia, where Coco took place. And the guitar of Ernesto de la Cruz can be seen hung on the wall behind the band playing in the Cotter Pin Bar at Thomasville. That's really cool. That's awesome. Because mm-hmm. this came out before Coco. Mm-hmm. So they must have transformed it. Yeah, transformed They had a plan. It. They had a plan. Unlike me, I like to wing it. Uh, Sterling comes in, played by, of course. No, no, course. no, 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 no. You can't, you can't say wing it that way. There's no it. H. There's <laughs> no H can. in wing it. Wing, wing it, it is what he oh, said. Why not? <laughs> why not, Kevin? Who are you? Oh, wait, that works. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Sterling, of course, comes in and Nathan Fillion plays him and he's awesome. He says, Lord Lightning. So he's good. pretty cool, but he also might be the bad guy here. We're not quite sure. Uh, Lightning tells his the brothers he's going to miss driving for them and, and they bid him a fond farewell. It's actually a very poignant moment. Uh, turns out Sterling is a really big fan of Lightnings and has been forever. He gives him a new electric suit and tours him through this cool museum he had, including all the racetracks and stuff that Doc used to race at. And he's like, I've been a fan of yours forever. I own a pair of your underwear from when you were 19 years old. Ooh. Ooh. Anyway, he didn't, um, say, that. He didn't no, say that. They don't That's have cars. Like, don't wear underwear, but they do race on tracks. They're they commando the all tracks. day. You know, yeah, yeah, if, they did, little, if they did wear underwear, do you think it would be like a, on the bottom, or do you think it would not be on the back? No, it'd be it'd wrapped be a bra, around so it would the be axle. Right around his front, it'd probably be around the, be right the axle. Perfect. 
Turns out uh, this place has everything, including the virtual reality and the racing sim that Kevin has in his closet. And everyone's super excited about it because Lightning's like, garage. this is it. All I need is the, is the virtual reality sim thing, and I'm good to go. Those two different things. Uh, Lightning spots Cruz Ramirez crushing it on the sim. And he's like, oh, she's a really good racer. But it turns out she's not a racer. She's a, tr- a trainer, the lead trainer. And he's like, oh, you should be a racer. And she's like, no, 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 no. We'll get to that in the third act. Sterling introduces Lightning to Cruz, but she doesn't see him. All she sees is a broken down piece of meat. And he's like, oh, I get it. We're going to start with the old jokes now, huh? That's cool. How long can I last? How many months of this in quarantine can I take before I ball (laughs) up under my desk and cry myself to sleep with my cute little heater that I got for free? That's right. Because you get so cold. I get so cold, Kevin. (laughs) You get so cold. Circulation, you know, just not the same as it used to be. Joey, do you know what it actually is? It's that he gets his Diet Coke too cold, and then he holds them and gets himself real cold. (laughs) Wait, you get your Diet Coke too cold? Too cold. Could you just use less ice? You see how much I, yeah, he could. He brought he probably went better but than like, the diet. But am I a monster? <laughs> Do you want it to be cold or lukewarm? Tim, you ever had a lukewarm LaCroix? You would just spit it back into the can and throw it at the face of the person. Nick, that have you thought you? about getting an insulated cup? I thought about yeah. wearing I've legitimately thought about wearing chilies. Those like the like thermals underneath my clothes. <laughs> These seem like extreme. Uh, Just get an insulated cup. Me. I see him looking at me. <laughs> Nick, get an insulated. Also, those are called thermals or long no, johns. There's a brand of them called chilies that, that are long johns. Long johns is what I was looking for, but they, they call them chilies because they. Before anyway. we get back to the plot, because they keep you warm. Let me tell you about our sponsors. Thank you. This show is brought to you by MeUndies. You know how when you're in a nerve-wracking situation and people say, imagine everyone in their underwear to make yourself feel comfortable. As if imagining a room full of strangers down to their skivvies is what makes us feel comfy. MeUndies believes comfort does not start with imagining, but instead it starts with actual comfort. MeUndies designs limited edition prints all the time so you can express yourself every single day. Building your undie collection and picking out which lucky pair gets to meet your butt for the day has never been so fun. Choose prints with corgis, chicken nuggets, your zodiac sign, goofy puns, and more. MeUndies also releases collabs with some pretty big names like the Rolling Stones and Space Jam, A New Legacy. But you have to grab them fast because once they're gone, they're gone for good. Kind of funny loves MeUndies. You've heard the boys talk about them for years. They're comfort with good designs that make your friends jealous. To get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com morning. That's MeUndies.com morning. We're also brought to you by Faraday Brand. Can it be? It's finally summer, and we're actually going to have a real summer this year. So naturally, we've started thinking about looking good after a year and some change, because we're going places. This summer is what Kind of Funny is calling Hot Boy Summer. You saw the jean jacket, you see the haircut, we're doing it big this summer. And that's where Faraday comes in. They make the perfect clothes for the summer. Tim Gettys is the most stylish person I know, and he even loves Faraday Brand clothing. And they're so confident in the quality of their stuff, they have a lifetime guarantee of quality. They'll replace or fix your clothes forever, no matter what. And to top it all off, Faraday is giving our listeners 20% off. That's right, 20% off. So stock up on all of your clothes for summer now. Head to FaradayBrand.com and use code MORNING at checkout to snack 20% off all your summer gear. That's code MORNING at Faraday. That is F-A-H-E-R-T-Y brand.com for 20% off. 
Last but not least, we're brought to you by Upstart. If you're carrying a credit balance month after month, it can feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of debt. Upstart can help you make that final payment so you can get ahead. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your credit card debt with a personal loan all online. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score and is expanding access to affordable credit. Upstart considers your income and current employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate up front for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash KFMB. That is upstart.com slash KFMB. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application go to upstart.com slash kfmb the plot is a little bit generous tim <laughs> okay <laughs> let's get back to the thermals of course cruz also uh grew up watching lightning she calls him her senior project and it hurts i can tell you it, it hurts uh cruz puts lightning through a new regiment which includes some nap time which at first he was like i don't need a nap and then he goes and takes a nap and take it from me it's nice to have a midday nap i had one today uh i did too Instead, right? But all Lightning yeah. wants to do is train in the simulator. Like, when am I going to that simulator? She's like, you are not ready for it yet. There's no shortcuts. She wants him to work out to the simulator, but Lightning doesn't listen to her, and he does it anyway, and then he eats it real hard. Uh, Cruz gets uh, a talking a talking to by Sterling, uh, but he's not mad at Lightning. He wants to turn him into a brand. He's not actually going to race Lightning, and that's just, this is the main point of conflict here. Sterling was excited the Lightning was coming back, but his speed and performance just aren't there your racing days are coming to an end. Every time you lose, you damage yourself. It's time to cash in. Damage the brand, you mean. The racing is the reward, says Lightning. Uh, he wants to go old school and get his tires dirty on Fireball Beach. It's gonna. He's like, it's going to be the comeback story of the year. So they strike up a deal. If Lightning loses in Florida, he's done. But if he wins, he gets to decide when he's done racing. On one condition, Cruz is coming with you and he's like okay fine i'll take it with so life's a beach and then you drive they head out over to the beach and cruz wants to go high tech and use a macbook pro but lightning just wants to get his tires dirty quicker than quick faster than fast i am speed that's what i'm gonna say about tim from now on when tim starts moving fast i'm like oh he has speed uh cruz can only track lightning <laughs> with hamilton tim how long how fast do you think i need to see you moving before i start calling you lightning mctim <laughs> Oh, not fast at all. <laughs> I'll take it, dude. I love it. Oh, my God. Uh, let's see. But Cruz has to stay close and she can, uh, as she can to him so that she can track his speed with Hamilton. Uh, but she doesn't actually know how to race on dirt uh, outside of the simulator. So Lightning teaches her. And you get the feeling that Lightning's journey is actually to be a mentor to the new generation. At least I kind of hope that's where the story is going. That's what I wrote here. You don't get the feeling that she's slowing down his training? No, because I sort of like, I think the way they set this up in the first act, I started thinking like, I don't think he's going to win this race at the end. I think that's what this is going to be. The second I saw her crushing on the simulator and like going 210 miles an hour or whatever it was, I was like, I think this movie is going to be about her. And I'm pleasant. I was pleasantly surprised to be right on that one. I'm not always right, Tim. Usually about 99% of the time. But that 1% of the time does come out of nowhere. And uh, I just pretend like I was right. Nowhere. Uh, no, nowhere. You couldn't have just let it go no, at the beginning, no, Kevin. too far. <laughs> You're right, Joey. I couldn't. Uh, he couldn't. After a whole day of training, Cruz finally gets it, but lightning only tops out at 196 miles per hour. Beast training ain't going to cut it. 
He needs to race against actual races at Thunder Hollow, but he gets all muddied up and alongside Cruz starts uh, the crazy eight race over at Thunder Hollow under a pseudonym uh, that I forgot to write down, but it was something like uh, the Mattress McPants or something like that. Um, you know, the matrix, matrix McPants is what it was. fucking the thunder, though, Kevin. <laughs> something they don't even have in their world. They got bad. They sleep on mattresses, right? Don't they do something like they? Put I don't think so. I think no. I think that we've they seen in them garages. in the hotel. Yeah, they sleep in they garages. Have their tires. I guess they're tires. They also mattresses. never wear pants. They don't need to wear pants. That's, That's right. Why mattress McPants is a terrible name. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand you're trying your hardest. Is it? It was Human McCart. Is that what it was? Human McCart. <laughs> no. Okay. I don't uh, what let's it was. see. Miss Fritter. Nothing has as crazy- good as though as. Mid-sized sedan and old, which I know is not part of this, but still one of the best character names that have ever existed. I mean, that name is absurd, right? Like it's, it's so good. It, we spent so little time talking about how absurd that name is for like a character in any movie or show. No, it was perfect. There's a rapper character in, in old Nick that uh-huh. his rap name is Mid-sized Sedan. That's amazing. Uh-huh. That's amazing. God bless. Go watch old in theaters now. That's pretty Don't go cool. watch old. Uh, this shit, it turns out, is Thunderdome, and they won't let Lightning or Cruz leave. Last car standing wins. Lightning gives Cruz a real quick lesson on drifting as cars get taken out one by one. Then we get Miss Fritter, who has Cruz dead to rights, uh, rights but Lightning intervenes, stopping, uh, getting a stop sign uh, lodged in his rear tire for his efforts. She says, you're about to feel the wrath of the Lower Bellevue Unified School District. But Lightning dodges last minute, and Cruz wins the race. But a run with a water chunk reveals Lightning's true appearance, and it is very embarrassing. Everyone's like, Lightning McQueen, what are you doing here? T- Lightning Mc- Tim McSpeed, what was it, Tim? Damn it, I lost it already. Lightning McTim. Yeah. Yeah. Lightning McTim. Oh. His name was Lightning Chester McTim. Whipple Filter. Thank yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. There it is. Uh, Chris is excited that she finally won a race. She's like, this is my first trophy ever, but Lightning freaks out because he's spinning his wheels and can't get any faster because he's too busy taking care of her. He says, if I lose, I never get to do this again. If you were a racer, you'd understand that you're not. And then he accidentally breaks her trophy to add insult to injury, and she lays it all out for him. She's like, you think I put all that work in here? You think I got up and I raced all the time when I was a little kid just to be a trainer? She wanted to become a racer forever because of Lightning. Dream small, Cruz. That's what my family used to say. Dream small or not at all. But I was the fastest kid in town. I was terrible. Mm. When I got to my first race, I figured it out. I didn't belong. I didn't look like everyone else. The other races were bigger and stronger and more confident than me. So she left, and it was her one shot, and she didn't take it. And what was it like for you when you showed up? She asks uh, Lightning. I thought this was a really poignant moment. She says, what was it like for you when you showed up for your first race? How did you know you could do it? And he said, I guess I just never thought I couldn't. Holy so shit. I wish I knew what that felt like. So good. Real good. That was good. But so earlier we th- – there are other racers that are women, right? Like we at least we've with the old time. Well, yeah, it was the old time one. You're right. You're yeah. right. And she tells yeah. the story of how she was like, I just – they were like, they didn't want her to She didn't either, feel like she, she fit like, in. No, she didn't. But she just told them all to F themselves and like did it anyway and then became like a crusher, which is awesome. But – that's kind of the that's kind of the the trajectory for Cruz here as well. Uh, Lightning watches a news report that Jackson Storm set a lap record at 213 miles an hour. Uh, Chick also rubs on Lightning for the mud racing thing. Uh, Natalie gives McQueen a 1.2 percent chance of winning, and Chick knows his career stuck up. in the mud. Uh, later, uh, Lightning calls. I was just gonna say them setting up Chick as this like asshole, love it, uh, like news guy or not even news, <laughs> like what you know. 
sports commentator yeah Yeah. Yeah. is so brilliant because it's like oh you remember him he's the asshole and like Mm -hmm. does he brag about his victory where lightning mcqueen lets him win it's like he totally does and that that was very funny i like uh, i wish they got michael keaton back further i'm not crazy right michael keaton was the original voice for this michael keaton was a voice but i thought it was the other guy let let me let me look i'll do some digging chick but i could be wrong Look on, look up that while I go through the whole rigmarole. You're correct. Uh, You're correct. Bob yeah, Peterson okay. is Chick Hicks, uh, who formerly was Michael Keaton. That would have been badass. They could have just gotten Michael Keaton back, but I get it. You don't need a fucking. What Howitzer was Michael in Keaton doing for, in 2017? Being an awesome, probably being Spider-Man, being fucking awesome. Oh, I guess coming. that's true. I guess <laughs> yeah. he was. At this point, Spider-Man. he had made his resurgence. He had done like Birdman. He was like back at it. So, yeah. What can you do? I mean, you can't have it both ways, Joey. Yeah, but I, I want like Michael Keaton Michael to be Keaton. happy. Just so you know, like, I feel like Michael Keaton's career was quiet for long enough that he knows when to take a role. I'm sure that uh, something was, like, blocking this from happening. It must have like, been Dumbo. Yeah, but, like, how Fuck, hard? was Michael, he in Dumbo? The, Mike, <laughs> we need you to Starbucks Was he in Dumbo? It was terrible. Oh, I never watched it. Oh, so bad, Nick. Oh, so bad. I believe This one won't. This one won't. Uh, Lightning calls Mater to hear a friendly voice and hears what's happening. Just kind of check in to see what's happening back home. Mater's like, what's going on? I was like, you know, I don't even want to talk about what's going on with me. I want to hear what's going on back home. And he confides in Mater that he's thinking about retiring. He says, if anything, I've got I've gotten slower, not faster. Mater has nothing for him. Thank God they did a spinoff series with this character. Uh, <laughs> Lightning wishes he could talk to Doc and Mater brings up Smokey. He's like, why don't you go to the guy at the top, Doc? Smokey. And he's like, great idea. Lightning catches up to Cruz, who quits as his trainer. She's like, I'm not going with you. I quit. And he goes, great. That means you have plenty of time to go with me and go find Smokey. And then she's like, I'm not going to do it. And then he does the old regiment thing where he's like, I'll do all the calisthenics you want me to do. And it's endearing. And she's like, fine, I'll go with you. It's fucking perfect. I like this is such a great moment. I loved the little calisthenics thing in the beginning. But having Owen Wilson perform his version of it and the little animation, the dance he was doing. I'm like, this is just great. He's like, (laughs) back it up. Back it up. (laughs) Good for you. Uh... Let's see. Lightning takes her, talks her into coming to do by, excuse me, by doing her. Anyway, they go to Thomasville to check out the race rate of the greatest racer ever. And he goes, wow, if this track could talk. And then Lightning and Cruz take a lap and they both drift. And it's a good moment. And it's interrupted, of course, by Smokey, played by the venerable Chris Cooper, who we'll all Uh, remember uh, from every freaking Jason Bourne movie. And uh, American American Beauty. Beauty, thank you. Um, <laughs> different yeah, movies. Yeah, very, thing really very, different movies. very different movies. Very, very different movies. Then they head over to a sports bar. He's like, I bet you guys are thirsty or hungry or whatever. And there's some people that want to meet you. They head over to the sports bar to talk to the legends of old school racing, including one Margot Martindale, who, if you watched BoJack Horseman, will hold a special place in your heart. Uh, they all know Kevin, my lady. Kevin Coelho from Kind of Funny. I know older these fucking cars. Why is Doc dead? Like these guys seem totally fine. I don't know why any cars die, Kevin. Right? Technically, you it's can just odd. replace all the parts, and you've got the sure. ship of Theseus. The ship of Theseus. The we all saw uh, that one show recently. Exactly. Which one was that? Vikings. No. No. WandaVision, you fucks. WandaVision, thank you. <laughs> okay. Follow up. He got follow us. Up. He got us. He got us. Wait, well, you wait, said I, Vikings, I, and I was thinking, I was like, I know. it's. I was thinking, actually, it was nowhere close to that. So, A, the, the Michael Keaton thing was because he was filming uh, Dumbo? The, the movie we all thought, not Dumbo, Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man. Yeah. 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 And he was like this, screw you guys. I'm in a Marvel movie now. I'm back. Daddy's back. I'm back, baby. I was poor. And then he was like Rosso. this, and he's like. 
Oh, he was Porco Rosso. That's right. Do you think at some point he was like this? I'm going to parlay this back into the fucking bat suit. And everyone's like, there's no way you're going to do it, man. There's no way you're going to do it. You know what? It's going to fucking happen, man. Flash 2022. Let's go. Hell yeah, it is. We'll see. Uh, They all know why Lightning is there. He's looking for his lost mojo. And they tell him the old stories about racing. Life's too short to wait for an invitation. Uh, At least what Margot Martindale tells Cruz. And Smokey tells the story of when the the rookie showed up. He's like, later that night, uh, Lightning asked Smokey for help. Um, oh, I guess the the story of the rookie showing up also. Uh, yeah, I guess that was the um, the story of Doc doing the flip over move, which is going to come back later. Uh, later that night, Doc asked Smokey for help. He said, "I'm losing Florida. It's over for me. What happened to Doc will happen to me. Racing was the best part of his life. When it ended, we both know he was never the same after that." Um, important to say, and then, but it turns out Doc was really down in the dumps after he uh, couldn't race anymore for 50 years. He didn't talk to Smokey, and then lightning rolled into his life, and coaching lightning made him happy again racing wasn't the best part of hud's life you were is what smokey tells him hud saw something in you that you didn't even see in yourself are you ready to go find it he's like yeah i am ready to go find it smokey lesson one you're old and he's like jesus jesus h christ could you sugarcoat some of this shit for me you'll never be as fast as storm but you can be smarter than him crew steps in as a sparring partner and spray they spray paint I don't know why they didn't just like decal like with like a, some sort of sticker or whatever. But they they paint her uh, storm so she can be the the, the sort of sparring partner. Uh, and they cut <laughs> they out her muffler. She sounds super decal. dope. I mean, like, but they can just paint, I guess they just paint her again. People do you think they put fast. the so cutting off the muffler didn't seem painful at all. They just went in there and chopped off a piece that is connected to her exhaust. No, you're missing the point, Kevin. It's like when you wrap a couple rubber bands around your finger and you forget about it and you're like, holy shit, that hurts. And then you rip No, they off lifted her like, up oh, and they cut great. it off, right? Like we see it fall down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, but it's like you take your shoes off, you're faster. Aerodynamic. Take your belt <laughs> off. On the ground. Take your belt off, you can eat more. That is true. It. I've done that one. I've done yeah. that one. Uh they start training like Rocky, but instead of chickens, they're tractors. And but there's a bunch of stuff here that, that they do that's gonna come back later. Uh Smokey tells them it's time to start drifting, drafting, excuse me. Uh you gotta look for opportunities when they present themselves, sneak through the window. Uh then they race in the dark, just like when Bodie and Johnny uh served night surfed in Snowback Mike's number one all-time favorite action movie point break. Uh Lightning okay. finally gets the hang of it and overtakes Cruz. But Thoughts of his last race still haunt him, and Cruz takes the checkered flag. And he's like, damn it. No matter how hard I try, I'll never be fast enough. Oh, well, I guess I'll go off to Florida and race anyway. And he thanks everyone for helping him. That's right. Quit when things get hard, kids. That's what Pixar is telling you to do. No, they're saying that once you're you're done. fucked up. Don't push yourself to the limits, man. You got to just step aside. This isn't the first time. Remember in uh, Incredibles, they're like, if you're not born special, don't try to act special. But everyone can cook. Yeah, not everyone can cook. Anyone can cook. Well, a cook can come from anywhere. Is what the end thing was. But it turns out there's a fan on my eyes, and it keeps making me tear up. Like like the problem you have sometimes. And this is weird because this has never happened to me before. I'm sorry. You You want want to move the fan? No, I like it on my face, Joey. Mm. Speed. I am speed, and it's more of a question this time. Lightning doesn't really quite believe in himself. Mater and the team show up, and Sally tries to cheer him up, but it does not work. Then Storm talks some massive shit to Cruz, and the fire rises in Lightning. Uh, Smokey tells him to focus on what he came there to do, and off we go. Lightning fights his way up the ranks, uh, and he overhears Sterling telling Cruz to head back to the training center because she's not she's a trainer, not a racer, and Lightning finally puts it all together. Out of nowhere, a wreck happens in turn two, and Lightning tells his pit he needs Cruz. He goes, go get Cruz. Go get Mike. Uh, today is the day. Cruz, 
I started this race and you're going to finish it. She, uh, it's kind of a big moment here. So I'll, I won't speed through this, but she ends up coming back and he's like, uh, Sterling's like, she's just a trainer. He goes, no, she's a racer. Just took me a while to see it. And then I was like this. I don't think this is how racing works, but it turns out the only rules that you have to have are the same number has to be out there. doesn't say it has to be the same car. I'm pretty sure that seems, guys that seems, is the, I don't know, but that seems like so. some shit that they just made up for convenience. I, yeah, I don't think you can. I think you have to qualify as a racer, but I guess if you're the car, like who cares? I don't know. It's very strange. I, I guess, know. yeah. Is the racing about the car or is the racing about the racer? Well, I'm pretty sure in real NASCAR, as long as the car's there, either me or Kevin could just jump in and take a couple laps. No one would say anything. Yeah, no one would say anything. It matters. I mean, there's uh, so many I, fucking laps in NASCAR anyway. People are like, oh, cool, a new person. Something else to watch as they go around and around in a circle for 200 fucking laps. You just so, have to have a really cool racing 500 name. laps. Oh, Jesus, is that it? I, yeah, I, 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 I just pass out after 200. I didn't realize that Army Hammer was uh, Jackson Storm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ooh, lost it. Where'd it go? There it is. Uh, 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 the rule is pretty sure. This is not legal, but Ramon comes in with a dope paint job and Cruz asks why he's doing this. She says, this might be your last chance. He goes, which makes it my last chance to give you your first chance. And this time, I want you to take it. It's going to be the best. He's like, but you got to beat that pace car right now. So it's now or never. Just by the way, it makes no sense. My last time to give you your first chance. I mean, that's not true. No, I mean, he's got a lot of pull. I'm sure that he can give her her first chance next time. It doesn't matter. He's a fucking loser and he should learn when to give up. Listen, man. I'm with Kevin in the sense that I didn't love that line. It didn't like hit (laughs) super well for me. This is like a huge platform. It's like, yeah, you could have done it at a different time, but this is like his supposedly goodbye race. But I feel like there's a better way they could have finessed that sentiment without this is the last chance to give you here for. I don't know. I didn't like it. It's stupid. Well, because if he, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I can see we can split hairs, but you're all dead inside. Me and Tim are right. I mean, I'm just tired of stupid Pixar telling kids that they need to give up when they're too old. Listen, that's not the, the point of this at all. Or you he could just bring people in. He, it's a technicality. He's it's never not racing a again. He Tim, is racing again. We see the future. He's never racing again. He's a pit boss. He's got his no. headphones on. He's sitting there. No, life's a highway. It's fine. It's fine. It also means that your your dream can change. You know, like. I think it's right, very kids, realistic. Settle on less. Settle with less. No, that's what they told there, Ramirez. Go out there today, and they go, "I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to go to college, and someone's going to pay me a lot of money, and I'm." And gonna instead, work. they're like, "Well, I got two years in and dropped out. It'll yeah. be all right. Let, let's well, do so this YouTube thing with my friends." Yeah. Oops. Keep going harder, guys. Now you're <laughs> stuck here. Uh, let's see. She got to make that pace car now. Whatever. Cruz burns out, and off we go. Lightning talks through Smokey, but at a certain point, Smokey's just like, you know what? This is on you, man. Here's the radio. You gotta do this. I can't do this. And so I'm tired of trying to communicate these statements that I don't understand with these code names that I don't understand. But I thought it was cute. I loved it. I I think it was so cute. Yeah, I thought it was good too. All the crabs have gone to sleep. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, Remember Thomasville sneak through the window. She gets her head in the game and before you know it, Lightning and Cruz are in the zone together as Pit Boss and Racer. Cruz picks them off one by one, and soon enough starts nipping at the ta- the leader's tails, but Storm's like spots are coming and drops back to get in her head. He says, you can play dress up all you want, but you can never be one of us. And then Cruz, very, very disheartened by this, but Lightning's like, are you kidding? Do you know what just happened? You got in his head. You got in his head. He sees something in you you didn't see in yourself. <laughs> you made him believe it. 
Now you got to believe it too. You are a racer. Use that. Just like she echoing her words from earlier. Use that. Uh, Cruz gets all up on Storm and drafts his ass. Uh, she tries to pass on the outside lane, but Storm pushes her into the wall. And he says, you don't belong on this track. That Cruz must be an illegal move, right? Never touch the wall. Oh, no, you can slam people into the wall in racing. I'm pretty sure. I don't think I don't think I believe there's that There's an old saying, Kevin. Rubbin's racing. You know where I got that from? Days of you fun. made it up right now on your spot? That'd be cool if I did. I'm not that creative. <laughs> I steal everything from the late, great Robert Duvall. Uh, Cruz gets all up in there. He's like, you don't belong in this track. Cruz remembers how Doc never touched a wall unless he wanted to. And she says, yes, I do. With that, she pulls a top gun on Storm and Fucking wins cool. the checkered flag. Are you kidding me? One of the coolest moments in Pixar fucking history. This was fantastic. <laughs> and it looks really so cool. awesome. And I love that she's the one that did it. It was so cool. It's true. Uh, all the other racers, uh, you know, after she wins, they give her the props. She, she takes the victory lap and Lightning tells her to give the crowd a little smoke, which she does. And then she coughs yeah. and he's like, you'll get used to that. Don't worry about it. So similar to the first time I smoked my first Marble Light when I was 13 years old. And I was like, I don't like this, but I'll do it for fucking 30 years anyway. Uh, wait, wait, real quick. Robert Duvall is still alive. Is he still alive? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I took a shot. I took a shot. God, Richard kinded, man. <laughs> Damn, dude. I love the the little kid that's a Lightning fan and he becomes uh, – uh Ramirez fan that was yeah, a great so. that was a great scene when he like when we first see it and then he switches over so good love it uh then somehow lightning wins the race too and it's like oh, okay that's nice so sally being the lawyer tells sterling that lightning can decide his own future and then tech steps in to work out a deal billionaire to billionaire before lightning can even think about racing again he's like i got something i gotta do so he rallies everyone back over radiator springs for an exhibition match between him and Cruz. only they both have new paint drops this time uh cruz is wearing hud's old number 51 as an old homage to lightning's mentor and lightning is wearing the fabulous lightning mcqueen paint job uh as her new pit chief which is awesome turns out tech spot rusty's from sterling is like i made him an offer he can't refuse i gave him a lot of money it's like that's nice and lightning has his drip pan and he's taking his nap it's time to race Everything is good. And then we get a montage of Cruz and Lightning winning a ton of races, ton of races together. And I, I have to disagree with Tim here. I I don't think he races again. I think he's just he definitely doesn't. For the I just rewatched the I the just boss. rewatched the the little end credit stuff. It he it doesn't show him racing. It's confusing because he has a moment where he goes, Oh, I'm definitely gonna race again, but before I do, and then he goes off to like and then the next scene we see him being a pit crew. So I'm like, I don't think he's ever I never got the 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 feeling like he was gonna race against Cruz. No, no, he was, done. Thought, like, he's yeah, done. He's old and he needs to stop. And that's exactly. what Pixar wants you to know. That's no, that no, no, no he's still, he did not retire. He's still a racer. He's a non-retired racer. Whether or not he races again on camera doesn't matter. What we know is, is he's like, not retired. Is this like The Rock is like still a wrestler, even though he hasn't wrestled in forever? Yeah, exactly. Nobody, nobody. Okay. nobody no, thinks it's, but that's, but that's no, a perfect it's different. example. It's different, no, it's though. Like it's exactly the same. Yeah, wrestling is not the same as like, you know, like if The Rock was still on a football team they would and he would get used every like. I don't know, five years or something. I don't know what point you're trying to make. Let us know in the comments below. He's saying that um, uh, racing is a real sport. That's true. Sports entertainment, which is easier to dip your toe back into every once in a while because you you don't have to stay in – Top tip top tier shape. athletic shape, right? Uh, and I think that is, is that is what this movie is about, shape. though. It is about him being like, I can't compete anymore, so I have to find another another meaning in life, which is to be someone's mentor and bring up the next generation. Well, either way, if Tim Tim's brain, Lightning is like, no one's looking. I'm going out there and fucking racing under the pseudonym <laughs> Lightning McTim. <laughs> I mean, my, my my read on it is way more. It's like at, 
he doesn't need to be number one. He doesn't need to win. He still wants to race because it is fun for him and he enjoys it. No, and he's, he's also going to teach the the new thing and have her be number one. Yeah, you but that's go, like you that don't go and race to be number races. fifty. Yeah, that's true. Because that's it's what would fun. happen. So much of the uh, the the people that swapped out were significantly faster than them because they used different techniques. Had he learned those techniques, maybe he'd have a chance. But she sabotaged him. It's new stuff, man. New stuff. I think he, he just like does like fun races at Radiator Springs, like you see at the end. Maybe like, I think it is like, like yeah, races. That's no fun. like official races. That's the thing. I Once think he does whatever he wants because he's yeah. lighting fucking. McQueen. Except for racing Damn. at the top spots. Damn. Like, isn't it like a golfer retires from like pro golfing? Go yeah, out, you can go to the. It's. 18 holes or I don't know what the well, you go to the are. seniors tour right there's a seniors tour where you go with all your old buddies and it's like you're gonna win but nobody really cares because it's not the top competition it's just for fun yeah they don't have that for racers though you know what I mean in this world they might be in they car go, race, uh, collect like, all the old mufflers they cut off people sell them and they they fund one race they entirely do they'll have racers come back and like just like sell more tickets and stuff because people just want to see them go around the circle one more time you know what I mean he, I don't know I why you're taking this so personal Tim <laughs> At, at the end well, of this, he Just because it makes a big difference between the reads of the movie of like the point the movie's actually trying to say, which is you don't need to retire. He definitely uh, retires, I though. I definitely think he retires. It's very clear that he becomes her pit manager. And there's nothing, nothing wrong with being the pit boss. They're mutually exclusive. They're not. Retire. Yeah, I think they are. But though, there's no there's evidence. Only, like, there's all no year evidence. you have to be yeah. someone's pit boss. It's not like yeah. he's like, he's, he's not training on his own. Yeah. He's not going to break. Like was he? I guess he could race in the off season, but he's not racing. Or he could race the not. next season. That's he not, can take this season off. That's not. He can take twenty. Seasons you're just off. totally making up some headcanon no, shit, and not, then getting mad. At all. Yeah, you are. He does not retire. That's also, I will the, say in the, the guy, Wikipedia, there's nothing that says that he retires. Says he doesn't. Like says he doesn't. Cars retire. three. He's Wait, done racing professionally. The fact that the whole movie builds up that he's going to retire, and then he doesn't retire. And also, the the dude that he made a deal with is no longer the owner of a company of the company. You're so adding it's not all, like that. a whole bunch of like technicalities. I'm adding place. technicalities. Eh, all you I'm saying is he doesn't retire. Yeah, but it's I one mean, of those things where it's like does. it's one of those things where it's like he doesn't retire, but he doesn't fight. It's like uh, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, right? Where it's like. I'm not technically retired. Maybe I'll come out of retirement, but then I'll, I'll retire again. But then I'll re- and then it's like. But here's the thing: there will f- probably be a Cars Four where they have him race one more time, much like Rocky Balboa. One it's an exhibition time. stuff, and and that might prove Tim right. But until then, Tim's wrong, and look at him how dumb he is. I don't think anyone's wrong. Look, hear me out here. Right. Hear me out. Like what I'm saying is the the whole point of the Sterling character is like, yo, you're gonna retire and you're just gonna sell a bunch of toys and shit. Like that's all you're going to do. That yeah, is him for good life. We can all agree he should have done that. Yeah, that would have been a fine to do that. The fuck in. He no, he instead becomes Doc Hudson for a, the next generation. Yes, he does that. But right. he, he does that in addition to not retiring from racing. That's he can come you're back delusional. He will come you're back so, in Cars 4. I he will he come back. You. you. He will come back in, in Cars 4. But I think that it'll start with, like, he hasn't raced in 20 years. No, which he'll, is fair. Be, he'll be the mentor, and they'll have a whole which is younger fair. host of Cars people. And be like, wow. You really think we're going to get a Cars 4? I, I think there's a good chance that we're going to get a Cars 4. Well, we'll Eventually. have to wait and see. But until then, of course, we get the credits and they, we get a lot of cool pictures of them winning races together. And a lot of that stuff's mirrored from when he was on the top of his game from Act One. And then I the like the side by side. And, you know, pictures. we get a great, just a banging post credit sequence here uh, where Mater can't figure out how to answer his phone. 
waste of time. And that is a probably waste what? of resources. Probably the worst post credit scene in Pixar history. He was um, hooking up with the uh, the car, right? Ms. The Fritter? yeah, Miss Fritter. Like I thought that was a fun little like. All right, he's getting that dipstick dirty, huh? He's getting his uh, his oh, toe hook. Joey, hooked. I need you to be cool about it, right? Timmy's I gonna, said it. I didn't think about it too the... much, and it sounded grosser than I wanted it to be. <laughs> yeah, the dipstick. <laughs> Timmy's gonna get his toe hook. What hooked? Oh. <laughs> oh god it was oh man um it's time for a little thing i like to call haiku in review nick hit the song no that's it seven syllables in the middle you got five for the first and last line if you're not poetic no need to sweat it haikus don't need to rhyme but the better if they do haiku in review the better if they do haiku in review everybody know they do you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to write your review in haiku form. Joe Mertens writes in and says, Crazy Yates is nuts with Chester Whipple filter. I've got a new hat. Zade Wilson says, had never seen this. After Cars 2, it has no right being this thoughtful. Dan H says, a boring movie. Why no Sally and Mater? Cars <laughs> is Pixar's worst. Damn. I disagree with that. Um, and then worst. Lee Polero says, surprisingly fun. Less Mater, more Miss Fritter. Probably no Cars 4. Mm. But maybe. But uh, maybe. And now it's time for. After 20 years, he starts racing again. Ragu, Bagu. Ragu, Bagu. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Rag Guys Talk, Bad Guys for Pixar in review. This list getting long. Not quite as long as one of Greg's lists, so just remember that. When it comes time to vote for who your favorite podcaster is, holler at your boy and Lightning McTim. Uh, number one. Vote, where would this vote what? happen? Where would I think this there vote was a, happening? I don't know. I'm sure that'll happen at some point. Maybe okay. it'll happen in the comments below. <laughs> well. Maybe it'll happen on our wiki, wiki page. Who knows? Uh, number one, lots of number two, prospects. Number three, Newswater. Number four, Hopper. Number five, Ercole. Number six, Syndrome. Number seven, Months of the Dogs. Number eight, Ego. Number nine, Darla. Number 10, Woody. Number 11, and Sid. Number 11, uh, Gabby. Number 12, Hard Scrabble. Hard Scrabble and uh, the Roars. Number 13, Otto from Wally. Number 14, Mordu. Number 15, The Muddy Water and the, the Terror Factuals. <laughs> Just like Christ's monsters. Chicken here. Muddy Water. <laughs> muddy Water. That's really funny. That's very funny. <laughs> Uh, 16 is Chick and Hubris from Cars 17 is Axelrod and the Lemons from Cars 2 18 is Joy in San Francisco from Inside Out with an asterisk and 19 uh, the fear of getting lost in a department store from Finding Dory Mm-hmm. Not where do we, wolves, we went with nineteen. Yeah, that was also asterisk. <laughs> that was also asterisk. <laughs> I don't know. I like I like the villain we have on there for. Well, Jackson Storm's a good old fashioned villain. So where do we want to put him? Not super this? high, right? No, but he's a good old fashioned no. like just dickhead. What was fifteen? What was fifteen? The muddy water and the terrafactals. I think so he's I less think under that. than Cars One. Yeah, I think Michael Keaton was a better. Yeah, bad guy because he was more fun. And he wins at the end. Did is he better than the lemons from Cars Two? Yes. Okay, there you are, Jackson's Storm, go, number yeah. seventeen. I I don't know, because really? I kind of liked the like secret you didn't know who he was, and like I think the motivations of that. Uh, I mean, I'm a little rusty because it's been a few weeks since Cars Two. Uh, that uh, he's like the oil or the gas company, and like yeah. that's why. I think that's a better story than like just this fast car. <laughs> like he doesn't have like a ton of like character. He was a, Joey, he was a fast douchey car that gets in your head. Exactly. You know See, I'm looking I mean? more yeah. at Sterling too. 
And I like Sterling because he's, he's less is of Is Sterling a, the bad guy as a, much as... It's less of a twist. I think he is actually the bad guy when we're looking at the, the plot of the main character stories. And when it comes to... Like, he is the thing in the way of her being able to race and all that. And like, just the decisions he makes and, like, oh, the her, way he talks yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I'll give him so, that. with that, I'd put that above... Debatably even above Chick in Cars 1. But I, that, I don't think that it's strong enough either way. But I do think oh. it's better than Lemons. All right, we'll keep it at 17. That'll be a fun compromise. And there you go. We hit 20 on this list. <laughs> Is that a now, fun compromise? <laughs> but all right. I'm a fan of that compromise. It's all a right. good compromise. Kev, can you bring up the rankings so far? No, we, right? We, I, I don't have it. Last uh, week's ranking didn't change. Uh, give me one second. Let me see. Sorry, I didn't prep for this because I thought okay. we weren't. I mean, we're still going to lock in where, where our votes are at this week, and then we'll go through with Andy. Okay. Next so that, right, while Kevin's doing that, the asterisks on the last two are not applicable, right? Not really applicable. Is that what we're saying the asterisk is? Yeah. Just on the last one, right? Now, the can I ask the you, other yeah. one we did put somewhere. Well, Joy and San Francisco, hey, Francisco, we said were not really applicable because they were like, there wasn't really an antagonist in that one. Yeah. And then there's not really an antagonist in Final Why was I missed that episode. Why was San Francisco on the enemy list? Because San Francisco is a were fucking so endless hell of fog that's scary and smells like bum, like pee-pee. Is that addressed in the smelly. movie? Sorry, no, guys. I think we're just kind of bringing in some of our own stuff. Oh, into okay. I didn't know if it was you guys were like anti the broccoli on pizza and that's where you guys were mad at San Francisco. Yeah, that was, like that was which is an East Bay Personal. thing we want to add. We want to make sure to put that in there. Yeah, that's, that's an Emeryville East Bay thing. Bullshit. Yeah, don't, don't I will come to also San- say that that green meat machine pizza from whatchamacallit, really good with broccoli on it. All right, are you square talking about uh, Square Pie Guys? Yeah. No. So, I just wanted to clarify that. Sorry. Please tell us the story. It's time to rank the Pixar movies. With Andy gone, we're just going to lock in where we think our votes would be for this, and we will figure out all the math next time when Andy returns. Currently, number one, we have Up. Number two, we have Monsters, Inc. Number three, Finding Nemo. Number four, The Incredibles. Number five, Wally. Number six, Toy Story 3. Number seven, Inside Out. Number eight, Toy Story 2. Number nine, Toy Story 4. Number 10, Toy Story. Number 11, Luca. Number 12, Rat Tatooie. Number 13, Monsters University. Number 14, Cars. Number 15, A Bug's Life. 16, Good Dinosaur. 17, Brave. And 18, Cars 2. Kevin Coelho, start us off. Check it. If I may. You may. I think that this movie is better than Good Dinosaur and not as good as A Bug Life. A Bug's Life. I Kevin? wholeheartedly agree. Thank Get you. Out of my brain. That's Get it. We're all brain. in here. That's it. We don't, Nick, Tim, we don't, we don't even, even need even your opinion. We don't need Andy. <laughs> Let him stay in Texas. Kill him if we have to. <laughs> Joey, Nick, and extreme. Kevin all put. Wait, hold on. Where, where would you put it, Tim? 16. Well, I'm just letting it, He's you know, number 16. Spence, Kevin. Well, under no, A Bug's Life and not. above A Good Dinosaur. Um, I would put it at number 11, under Toy Story wow. and above above Luca. I think this movie has a lot of heart and does a good wow. job with two heartfelt than, stories. What a terrible take. Better than what? Everyone can cook. Joey? I just don't I, I think it's just me thinking that Ratatouille is just criminally low on this list. So this that's movie, a little, like, shocker. It's better than Ratatouille. No I way. Think, I no, think you are really handily. Um, but anyways, that is my thoughts. We'll have to wait for Andy, but um, I don't think anything can move it above 16 if he tried, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But this week, we're returning for in review for the DCEU with The Suicide Squad by James <laughs> Gunn. 
I'm very, very excited for that. Um, and then next week, we're going to do a mini in review one week with both installments of a franchise. Don't Breathe, the horror movie. Don't Breathe 1 will be on Tuesday, and then Don't Breathe 2 will be on Friday. Um, if you want to be there for the recording, of course, it's on Monday for, for number one, and number two will be on Friday afternoon. Very exciting stuff. Go do your homework. Watch Don't Breathe 1 before the uh, weekend is over, and then watch Don't Breathe 2 in theaters uh, next Thursday to watch with us on Friday. Very exciting stuff. But until then, let us know in the comments below what you thought of Cars 3 and know that I love you.